Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! (laughs) Now I can say it. I didn't Uh even test this mic. Okay, we're good. We're live. And we're back. It's been a minute. Wow. Has it been like three weeks? It's been like three weeks, yeah, because we recorded and then skipped two weeks. So yeah, it's been a hot second. Yeah. So much has happened. I know. Started a new job. Yeah, I know. You went on your honeymoon. I went on a honeymoon. Job. I I feel like a real full ass adult. Mm -hmm. I guess. I also have. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So like, I started this new job, and Mm -hmm. I have like this like tickling insecurity in the back of it too where it's like this is a full-time permanent job and you pursued a career in theater and now you're not oh um, no it's fine it's fine i can't go get a job in a theater right now anyway that's true that's, i have to remind myself that that's like exactly right while i've accepted a full-time permanent job i could still leave whatever i want <laughs> that's um, the beauty of adulthood <laughs> yeah to like remind myself that it's like this isn't you don't have to do this for mm-hmm. the rest of your life <laughs> It's good. It's like a good, like a good gig. It's not like it's foreign or like it's like within stuff I've done, mm-hmm. and it's it's just like a better position in the, like the same industry of yeah. genre of work I've done. So yeah, I started using Twitter more often again now. Um, yeah, basically with it was like all the Facebook papers and everything. Mm-hmm. And like it's not news to me. I know Facebook's garbage. I totally get it, and yep. I know it. But at some point, I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna try to slowly start migrating myself back over to Twitter and see how much I can like cut Facebook out of my life. And it's the yep. whole, I like Instagram still, which sucks. I do. I, I really, like Instagram. It's my favorite. Yeah, I know. I've, I've actually tweeted again for the first time in like two wow. years. I know, amazing. Fuck Facebook and Meta yep. and all that. Oh, did, you, did you watch their fucking video? No, I didn't. Oh my god, it looks so fucking dumb. It's just like, why does any... Why, I don't... Do people want this? Is this what we want out I of society? Like, <laughs> I feel like every single day that Mark Zuckerberg is in power, we're just getting closer and closer to Ready Player One, where we start... That's like what he's Oasis. trying to create yeah. here, and I'm like, it's do the we Oasis. want this? No, I don't. <laughs> there... I read Ready Player One to see what would happen if the world was like this and it's awful. Well, in, in Ready Player One, the guy who created the, the Oasis mm-hmm. was not a fucking asshole. He yeah. was actually just a giant nerd. Right. But Mark Zuckerberg is an asshole. So I'm just like, we're going to be stuck in this like alternate reality. I can't. I can't do it. I can't yeah, do it. Doesn't sound like fun. I can't do it. On the plus side, if future generations are all in their house on their like VR shit, maybe the planet will get saved because no one will be outside <laughs> doing shit. Yeah, except that everyone will have their own personal coal fire oh my god that's power. so true oh my god well i've got some other things but we're recording too so i'm gonna save them Excellent. um it's the holiday season <laughs> so oh my god i have to tell our listeners what you sent to me yesterday because oh. i'm just casually sitting in i don't remember i was probably watching tv with jamie and then all of a sudden I get a text from Skylar and he's watching the Christmas episode yeah, with the Christmas decorations already up <laughs> in his apartment and uh, with a Starbucks holiday cup. November so 4th. <laughs> it was, it was, it was glorious. So, so what happened was we got back from the honeymoon and, uh, we have like a storage locker in the basement of our building mm-hmm. and that's where I keep like our luggage and our Christmas decorations sure. and shit. And so here I am, I'm like bringing the luggage down. No, mind me. You just gotta blow these leaves. I know. Right, right now. now? <laughs> At ten thirty-six a.m. 
I mean, I guess that's an appropriate it's time. It's like, better it's than... It's not like you have to wait until... <laughs> until noon, at least. <laughs> cool. There's potential that it won't end, so we might have that's, to keep going. Yeah, it might just be there. For a while. Um, anyway, we enjoy the background noise of a leaf blower. I'll just speak up a little bit. Yep. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, so I'm bringing the luggage down from our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's the Christmas decorations. And I'm like, oh, I'll just go ahead and bring these up because I'm going to do it in a couple weeks or whatever and I'm down here and right outside the window now. I know. Maybe that means he's moving on. <laughs> um, so I brought them up and then and Sarah had a day off after we got back from the honeymoon so she hung up. Are we like It's not like the whole apartment is like Christmas. It's literally Just like some stuff. there's like stockings and lights right there. Like that's a right where Love I set that. it around the, the mantle. Um so yes, no. and then yeah, Starbucks was doing their holiday drinks. And I'm yep. a bitch for that. So, <laughs> uh, and I also like happened to be out of coffee yesterday. Yes. Anyway, so. You're like, I just got back from my honeymoon. I don't have any. Truly, coffee. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, yep. but it was it was put me right in the spirit. So, sipping my peppermint mocha, mm-hmm. got the stockings on, and the, the the little twinkle lights and the Christmas episode playing it was picture perfect. It was a mood. Yeah. It was a mood. It was a great way to enjoy this holiday episode. I love this episode. It's a good, it's a good episode. This might, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is my favorite Christmas episode. Yeah. Of Boy Meets World. Mm -hmm. Because what do we have? We got to, we got to land out here a little bit, right? There's the, the one in the beginning. Season um, one, which is also entitled Santa's Little Helper. Right. This This is Santa's Santa's Little Little Helpers. Helpers. (laughs) And I don't know why they did that if they were just not clever enough to think of a new name but they didn't want to say Eric is the best character on the show (laughs) like I don't know why they didn't title it that what happened in the first season one episode I don't remember that's uh, the one where Sean we find out Sean's dad lost his job that's right Corey Corey gives gives him the basketball basketball. and yeah yeah yeah. okay 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 so there's that one yeah there's the one where they get their part-time jobs and Sean works for the mob. Yep. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Very Topanga Christmas. A very Topanga Christmas is the one before this where where it's a, it's a wonderful life slash yes. Christmas carol com- combined. Yes. <laughs> bit uh, where they poke all kinds of holes in the Christmas traditions. Yes! <laughs> now we, like, see uh, this tree that they light up that looks not... It, it, potentially it's not real, but it's definitely not the aluminum one that Alan's like lives and breathes this aluminum tree. Well, maybe in. they learned from Topanga that this is superior. That this is superior. That's, that's, that's a fair <laughs> maybe, point. Maybe, maybe it's not a hole in the argument. Maybe it's just they learned. That's a fair point. Um, I'm going to see if we have any others because I'm... I posted one year on the first year we were doing this on our Instagram, all of the Boy Meets World Christmas episodes. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Okay. Season one, episode 10. Season two, episode 12. Was that one? I don't remember. Season two, episode 12. Season four, episode 12, which I think is a very Topanga. Theme. Oh, wait. There's the dance, right? There's yes. The... That's season yeah, two. Yeah. Yeah. Season, season two is, is where they make, uh, make what's her name? Not pretty. A, yeah. They make her hot and then yeah. they, and she jumps in the pool. The Ingrid. She's all that. Yeah. Yeah. The, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Season four. Dance. Season four is the mob. mob. Season, season five, five is very depending on Christmas, and then and season is... six. So we forgot yeah. about the turnaround dance. That was the only one we forgot. It's, it's not really Christmas. Episode. It's not. It's not. it's Christmas it in that like it's Christmas. around Christmas time, and at the end they like snap a picture that says Happy Holidays from that's Boy Meets World. But that's like it. Yeah. So. Which I kind of. I think that should have been like a trend that they did every time. Yeah, they don't to do like it in this a, one, huh? Put a staple. They did it in the first one, I think, on right? Mm-hmm. I believe it's in the first one. They do it in the second one. Mm-hmm. I think they do it in the mob one too, because they're all 
all together. Maybe they don't in that one. That one ends with Vini reading Christmas Carol and everyone's asleep and he says like, yes. I like that they did, that they keep, the Christmas that's one tradition that I like that's that they true. keep. That's true, they have it in this episode mm-hmm. and they punctuate it very nicely with the they dead do. as a doornail. Yep, and then Sean <laughs> and Angela walk in. Boom. <laughs> Someone that was, was like, a foreshadowing. <laughs> Oh, this is the Feeny call. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. Well, if you're still here, you know. <laughs> We've been out of commission for two weeks for, you know. We've been busy. We've been busy, okay? okay? We weren't on vacation or anything. We've been really busy we with work. Vacation. With no. work and our jobs and, and the holidays. And I worked really hard on my Halloween. Quinn worked really hard on our Halloween costumes. <laughs> Sarah and I were on an airplane on Halloween and Amazing. had no costumes at any point. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this is season six, episode 11, Santa's Little Helpers. I'm Megan. I'm Skylar. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to confuse everyone. Oh, trivia for the day. This episode actually aired on Ryder Strong's 19th birthday. Oh, yeah, I know. Happy birthday, sad boy. I, right. (laughs) I like to, I like the fact that even though we skipped a couple years, I like the fact that we are right around their age range of where they are in real life. Because mm-hmm. if he just turned 19, they're in their freshman year of college, so he probably does turn 19 at some point in that year. So yeah. I, even though we had to skip a couple years to get there, I really like that everything is very age-appropriate in this right. show right. for them. It's not like they cast 30-year-olds to play 19-year-olds. Yeah, for so. sure. Yeah, no, I it's like good. That. So this is, I, I think I have to agree that this is probably the best Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. It's real good. It's got, it's very funny. Mm-hmm. It's also very emotional and heartwarming. Oh and my God. Sincere I cried and, so um, much. It's, there, there's so many levels. Too, I cried more than a person should at 8 a.m. Oof. To watch this show. Well, let's do a recap. It's yes. a hard one to recap. Oh, great. There's a thanks. lot in it. Great. Thanks. So good and luck. it's my turn. I know it is. There's a lot of bits, a lot of, a lot of bits and pieces here. Collect my thoughts because I watched them back to back. Oh mm. boy. Yeah. You got to keep them separate. <laughs> okay. I think I got it. Wait, I got, I almost started with the restraining order and I was like, no, that's the next episode. Okay. I got it. I think I'm good. And away we go. Corey invites Sean over for Christmas. Angela or Tipenga invites Angela and they all are staying at the Matthews house, but Sean and Angela still don't know that they're in love with each other. Of course, Corey spills the beans because he always does. They end up kissing under the mistletoe, but Sean still says he doesn't know what he wants. So he, uh, Angela's like, I can't wait around for you. We're officially done. Meanwhile, Eric is playing Santa at one of the local malls. He invites Eric, or, uh, Rachel and Jack. They try to give all the presents to the kids, the needy kids who want, who don't have parents. And then he meets Tommy and falls in love with him. Yeah. And falls in love with him. Listen, <laughs> I was under a lot of stress. I, I mean, again, it's a dense episode. It is. There, there are two full ass plots. The here. first plot, I feel, I did a very good job. Sure. Recapping the second one, I kind of fell apart a little bit. Well, you're right, we're running out of time. There's two full ass plots. There's not. They're they're both. This is a full episode. Yeah, there's a lot in these 23 minutes. Um, yeah. It's jam packed. It is. And you know what? I enjoy everyone's performances. I know. I think, uh, I think they, Ben Savage gets to do some great comedy in yes. this episode. <laughs> some lovely fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And Will Friedle gets to do some great oh. comedy and, and drama. He gets to play them both. Everyone gets to do some great stuff in this episode. It's a blasty blast all around. You know, the only performance I don't care for. Who? It's, it's, this is so picky. I just don't like when Morgan's like, hey, do you like gingerbread cookies? 
Me too. I don't know. I, like, I don't know why it bugs me. I just like don't care for it. I don't know. Just, they try to give Morgan more, but like she's just so they've made her so irrelevant at this point. Yeah. That I'm, like I don't I, know. It just I felt weird know. when she does it. I don't. I don't know why or I'm gonna answer for it. No. What'd you learn? <laughs> <laughs> what did I learn? <clears throat> well, so like I said, there's two full ass plots here, right? Yeah. And I think there's a lot of different things you could take away. Mm-hmm. in this episode and that is kind of like if you wanted to if you wanted to take from each or either or both that's that's kind of here and there i do think the kind of obvious point from the eric plot is that like you you can't fix everything mm-hmm. but you can what what's more effective is to see a need you know and and try to what am i saying not fix but meet that need mm-hmm. you know something that, uh, specific and and attainable yeah beyond like solving world hunger mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah and so what i think if i'm trying to combine the two plots together into a lesson though it has a lot to do with like um staying in your lane mm-hmm. maybe and I, I don't say that as restrictive just kind of like knowing when you are and are not needed to mm-hmm. solve something yeah because like Corey is not needed here pushing he's intervening in a lot of ways right yeah. and eric is not expected to like solve world hunger yes <laughs> and, and so like just kind of analyzing situations in which you can in fact be helpful and it is good for you to jump in and be helpful but not to set unrealistic goals for yourself there yeah yeah what about you i think yeah kind of i, I was kind of thinking of a lesson for this and trying to tie the two in together because i feel like they almost cancel each other out mm. because for Eric it's like he wants to do more and in Corey's case he needs to do less mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I think a lot of it is setting setting boundary emotional boundaries for yourself especially in Sean and Angela's case where Angela is drawing the line and saying I can't keep waiting for you I'm not just going to sit here and wait for you and mm-hmm. in Eric's case saying okay I can't do everything I can't be everything for everyone I need to tackle one problem at a time mm-hmm. And setting that boundary for himself so he doesn't overdo it and he also doesn't get discouraged and do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So setting good emotional boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's important. And also just general boundaries for fucking Corey and Topanga. Stay out of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Although sure, Topanga sure. did a pretty good job. She, she did. was like, I didn't tell Angela anything. Yeah. It's always Corey. It's always Corey. But he's very funny in this episode. I know. He's so <laughs> funny in this episode. Just from the get-go. Yes. With his his bits and his energy. It's good stuff. It feels all like... It is very corny humor, but it still feels very natural. Mm -hmm. There's nothing about it that I'm watching and I'm taking taken out of the moment with what he's doing, which is why I'm like, I like Mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. I like how he delivers everything. Yeah, yeah. It works for me. It's It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. And I think that... um, so there's the very beginning of this episode when like Feeny's walking around singing Adeste Fidelis, right? Oh uh, my god. Just like, I am Feeny and Feeny is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just puts I a smile on my so face relate. to watch this man just mm-hmm. like zoom around humming and like mm-hmm. putting out trees. And for what it's worth, every single time I hear that song, I like immediately go to this Aww. scene of William Dale singing. <laughs> Even if it's like fucking like Bing Crosby singing. <laughs> like, You're just like, no, Mac it's not Cole, as good. It's like I immediately am just like transported here because he just seems so like happy with himself. There's no big orchestra or anything. He's just kind of humming it around. <laughs> yeah. So sweet. Just in his own little world. 
Love it. I love the bit too of taking the tree down and saying happy non-denominational mm-hmm. holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's oh. fun. It's good. And like, fair, fine. Yeah. Public university. <laughs> it's true. Absolutely. Yeah. It's one of those things where it could be like, uh, it could be perceived as a dig on people who are like happy non-denominational, whatever, trying to take the Christ of Christmas, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's done in such a tasteful way that it's like, huh, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. You're like, I, I, that's, that's good. Right. Um, I can't believe that Eric is making $12 an hour. What is the... That's pretty good in pay 98? in 98. Yeah. For mall Santa. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not shabby. No. In I don't know what that would Pennsylvania. be today, but... I mean, I can find I out. I wonder what Santas actually make per hour. A pretty good amount if I you're would imagine. good at it. Apparently $12 and 98 is equivalent to purchasing power of about $20 and 19 cents today. Okay. That's not uh, bad. An increase of $8 and 19 cents over 23 years based on average percentage of inflation. So yeah, that's it's like 20 bucks an hour. I'd be Santa for 20 bucks an hour. Same. Being, I don't know about like a mall Santa mm-hmm. specifically, but if you're like a private event Santa Claus mm-hmm. kind of thing, like one, you're booked Book and six blast. months in yep. advance for every day yep. of December. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, shit, the guy that's like Santa for Macy's. Oh my God. That man probably doesn't do anything else all year. No. <laughs> you know? No, except eat. Like so once, he can be a little, once so a year, a jolly little belly. this man sits up in that float and like goes real hard on the jump and wave and stuff. Yep. Love that. And then, like, retires to his apartment overlooking Central Park yes. for the rest of the year. Yep. And, like, good for and him. And then, so, uh, like, does winter in, like... Yeah, like, winters in, like, Cabo. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Just set. Set for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, a JCPenney Santa Claus is probably not pulling... I mean, not bad, but also not, like, top dollar. So, like, for instance, the, uh, you know, the Polar Express, mm-hmm. um, like, show... Train oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had a friend who did that once as, like, a swing. And first off, they pay their, like, just their actors who are, you know, elves or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck, performers who, like, sing hot chocolate and do some dancing. Yes. It's a $900 a week contract. Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Yeah, next year you got to audition, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> I, I saw an audition for it, like, two or three years ago, and I was just like... I could do that. I don't know. You, you have, have to, to give up Christmas. On Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't you know if that's to. worth it. $900. It's 900 bucks a week. Oh and that, and that's just like the ensemble. Like they're like, I don't know if they have adult main characters besides like, Oh, that's not true. There's like the conductor mm-hmm. and like Tom Hanks. Yeah. There's, there's Tom Hanks, the different Tom Hanks parts. There's the conductor <laughs> and there's like the rooftop yeah, scary the man or whatever. Um, hobo. Yeah. Hobo man. And then there's, like, the hero boy and, like, a hero girl or whatever. Those are the kid roles. I don't know how much they can pay. But then there's Santa. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's no adult women characters, probably. Mm-hmm. Sexist. Um, <laughs> Sex. But anyway, even, like, yeah, the ensemble was, like, 900 bucks a week. Santa, I'm sure, is pulling 1400 a week or something. Maybe more. Yeah. Just for, like, I mean... Well, something to think about next it's year. It's for, I guess it's like, it's straight like Thanksgiving to New Year's or Thanksgiving to Christmas, maybe. I think they close on like the 26th. I don't think they go to New Year's. Um, yeah, you, I mean, it's truly, you have to give up your, your entire holiday season pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you're straight up from like Black Friday all the way until Christmas Day. You're, yeah. Anywho, in this episode. Anyway. <laughs> There's some um, traditions. There's some stuff. Yeah. Okay. The tradition of uh, a new inconsistent tradition. 
the new one of this episode, is Feeny's ornament. The wise Santa. Hanging the wise Santa. First of all, why are you hanging uh, one of your ornaments at your neighbor's house? It seems that Feeny pretty regularly celebrates Christmas with the Matthews. And though. I also want to know when that started. because it in... wasn't like always there. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, when did this begin? Because... In sixth grade, it, there was a distinct divide between, like, this is my neighbor, he's also my teacher, but, like, he is definitely my neighbor, and they don't really spend Christmas together. <laughs> now he's got a key, though. Yeah! <laughs> so when did that, like, blend occur? <laughs> I'm very curious. You maybe know, after... I don't know. I, I, I love I the idea of, like, having a house and, like, an elderly single neighbor who just kind of comes over all the time. Yes. And like spends holidays with you, and like that's just warm. It know? is. It's warm and it's fuzzy. It's very sweet. I like that. Feeny like... must not like to spend holidays with his sister. I guess so. I, you know what I do appreciate is they actually make the semblance of an effort to explain Jack and Rachel's presence for the entire holiday. Yes, I do like that. They, they, they go. Yeah, they make an effort to explain like why Jack is not with his family mm-hmm. and why Rachel is here and. Even actually, they make an effort with like Sean and Angel. They they like mm-hmm. more so explain everyone's presence than than they have than before. they ever have. Uh-huh. Yeah, or probably a lot of other shows ever go to the length to do either. Yes, um, and it all checks out. Like that's exactly right. Angela's dad is right. Overseas. Like Sean's dad's Sean's dad Angela's is... dad's station. Jack's mm-hmm. the whole plane thing fucked up, and then yep. Rachel's poor and apparently and doesn't poor. have family. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure where she came from. <laughs> I don't really. I don't really get into it. It's fine. Yeah, weird. I didn't even think about that. I was just like, oh yeah, Rachel doesn't want to like be in her college dorm room, but she also potentially has family. Yeah, whatever. Maybe not. Maybe not. She says earlier, and well, when we first meet her, she says, "I moved across the country with you." Mm, um, that's true. So it's a hard, yeah, you know, it's Maybe a hard she's... trek to go all the way back to California, I guess. Yeah. That is. It's a long. That's a, oh god, that's a long flight. That's like five hours from Philadelphia. Jesus Lord. That's too long. I would not fly five hours from my... That, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> would never fly five hours to see my family. I would never fly five hours to see my family. Five hours direct from the Dominican Republic, though. Sure. Yep. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> Good Listen, beach my trip. family doesn't have a beach or a pool, so... <laughs> Your family also lives like Priorities. an hour away in a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm going to see my brother, actually, tonight. Okay, yeah. I'm dog-sitting for him this weekend, so... There you go. You probably don't know this reference. Okay. But behind Eric, there's a penguin in a scarf mm-hmm. for when he's playing Santa. Yeah. This is, and I want, I, I want to know why this penguin keeps appearing because it also appears in another episode in Corey's dorm room. Yes. This is Hugsy from Friends. Uh-huh. This is, this penguin uh-huh. has a, an entire like plot line in Friends. Uh-huh. And so I want to know why this penguin is in this show specifically. Isn't it... I don't think I've seen it in any other 90s show. Well, Pembroke is also the penguins. The penguins. And I feel like... But they're at the mall. Sure. I So I noticed the penguin in the scarf and I feel like it shows up. It's like a thing in the student union. is like a, like a gift shop item or something yeah. also. Yeah. It must be in Corey's dorm room. I think it's because they're the penguins. But I'm. I was like, why is there a giant Hugsy behind? Uh huh. Eric. And why that specific penguin? Yeah. Maybe that was just like the most generic penguin. You go out to the store, you see a stuffed penguin. It's all just on the Hugsy. ABC lot. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, I was just like Hugsy, and that's not the first time I've seen him in the show. And so I'm like, what is the connection here? 
I want to, I want to know if there is a connection Mm -hmm. If specifically someone came from friends Mm -hmm. or like vice versa and was like, well, this penguin's pretty damn cute. So we should probably stick it in here somewhere. Like I'm just, I want to know who's the props person on this show. We need to get Trina back on. I need to ask her. I have questions. Friend of the pod, Trina. (laughs) Trina! Jesus. She can hear me through the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Her ears just perked up. Yep. I am not sure that I would be comfortable having a a passionate moment in under the mistletoe in front of a family. In front of my family, Uh but also not in front of somebody else's family. Uh Uh-huh. It's weird. The two of them just go for it. Yep, they really else, do. Everyone else is just standing here looking at the tree. No one notices apparently, no. except Corey. Except Corey, Corey later is like, "You guys kiss." No one's like, "Okay." <laughs> they're Hi. on. They're elevated. They're yeah. almost on a You're stage. You're not secluded. No. <laughs> they're. Yeah, it was very uncomfortable. I don't know if I could. I, I, even like a little peck, I don't know. They're no, they're horny. They're nineteen. <laughs> it's his birthday and Christmas. Fair. And it's his birthday and Christmas. Christmas. She does love Christmas. The way she said that, I was just like, oh, she's not talking about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> she says it with big let's go fuck energy. Yeah. <laughs> ten out of ten. Yeah. I'm. I know that this show. If this were any other show, I feel like it would cut to them in the student union. They would, or back in one of their dorm rooms, and they would be like in bed, and you know, they'd be like <laughs> the PG, like cover up with a sheet type thing, and they'd be like, okay, we need to talk about this. Uh-huh. Since this is this show, obviously, they just walk into the student union and they're like, okay, we should probably talk about this, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's not very realistic for 19 year olds. There's also like no reason for them to go have this conversation in the student union. No! On Christmas Eve. I, why the, did they go to the student union of all places? It was, they only had a couple of sets, and like Eric was already going to be using the park <laughs> set, so. That's fair. Um, um, <laughs> that's fair why not the backyard they already have the backyard set they just need know. to go sit in the backyard if if it's warm enough that Eric can sit outside with no hat and just let the, let the snow just build on his him. hair then it's warm enough for them to have that conversation I like to imagine that maybe maybe it was like that park set was actually where Sean and Angela were gonna go where maybe that's where they were gonna talk mm. and Eric was gonna be somewhere else or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. I mean, it works for Eric to be there, but like yes. also this scene with Sean and Angela could have worked there. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. It also like opens all kinds of questions. About, like, is Pembroke walking distance from the That's Matthews house? Of, yeah. Did the two of them sit silently on a bus together all the way over there? Like what? Or who has a car? Who drove? Maybe Angela has a car. How does any of that happen? Because if her dad's overseas, maybe he was just like, take the car. I don't know. It's not very well explained. They no. just kind of get there. And the poor janitor's like, I gotta let these two in? Now they're gonna make a mess? I just fucking mopped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. And now he's working on Christmas, poor guy. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, you know you know, a moment I really love mm-hmm. is when they all cross paths at the door. Hey, hey, what are oh you doing? <laughs> I don't know and then why. they're just gone. It just like, makes me smile. It's like the only time they all interact in this episode yep. together and like they make a big deal about it and I think it's really funny. <laughs> oh my God, they ham it up so much. Yeah. Between this episode and the next episode, there are so many, there are moments like that where I'm like, you guys are just having fun at yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are so... Everyone's just having a good time with each other. You love each other so much and you're so, you've been playing with each other for like so many years that now it's just a good time. Uh-huh. It's just a good time. Yeah. Uh, Jack and Aaron don't necessarily sexualize Rachel very much in this episode. They do a little bit. But you know who does is a child. A child! (laughs) An actual child! Who sexually harasses this poor 19-year-old woman, 20-year-old woman, whatever she is. Oh, um, no. Who verbally and then physically sexually harasses her by pinching her ass. 
I just could not believe. This I mean, child is a sexual predator. So believe, but this, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if this is the behavior as a child, I fear for that that child's adult life. Oh, God. Yeah. I hate that. Uh-huh. I hated that. No, no, no. I love everything that Eric does in this episode. Yeah. Every single thing. He's every great. Every single moment. He's perfect. He's perfect. Yeah. You know, the only thing... And so, like, this is, this is purely, like, let's play, let's play realism for a second. Mm-hmm. The ending of this episode where, like, Eric apparently off screen goes to an orphanage and is like, I'd like to check this boy out, yes! please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, like, they're you like, okay, sure. <laughs> you know, like, or else there is a There's late a late fee. fee if he's not back in three weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck happens there? I know. This, or- this orphanage is just like, oh, sure, take him out for a spin, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, have him back before midnight, though, okay? Exactly. Like, so None of that checks out. Like, there's no. needs to be a thorough background check. Like, it's not this whole like Big Brother program that like we eventually come to know. Mm-hmm. That all checks out, honestly, yes. and makes sense. In that, like, oh, I volunteered in an orphanage like to spend time with mm-hmm. you know I've been assigned as like a big brother to this one kid, right? And like they've run a background check on mm-hmm. me, and I go schedule it every Saturday from one to mm-hmm. four. You know, like that all checks out and makes sense. What you can't do is show Just- up. At like seven on Christmas Eve, and say like, "Hello, yes, this one. Hi, I'd like to take him child. with me, please." Yeah. <laughs> I want this child. I'm Santa this Claus. One, please. I, I'm Santa. Obviously, let me take yep. the boy. <laughs> Just stick a bow on him. I'll just bring him home to my family. <laughs> you know, like, oh my god, there should be more concern here. Yes, um, this is a red flag. To yeah, me. yeah, 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 yeah. Big, but. big problem there in the real world. But we're gonna let it slide under Christmas magic and the fact that we know Eric's a good human. But the woman who's running the orphanage is too busy planning her big fat Greek wedding. So <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I love that moment. I remember watching it for the first time and being like, "What? <laughs> no, she can't be here." She I was is. so excited. Uh, that's really all my notes. Yeah. Oh, except for the fact that Angela is entirely right in every decision that she makes, and uh, I will. I stand by her. So who's your MVP then? Eric. Oh, for sure. for I thought sure. you might. I thought you were gonna say Angela. That's fair, and I do appreciate the Angela standing up for herself again, setting those emotional boundaries, and being like, "I'm not gonna sit around and wait for you." But Eric, Eric, just I, every moment of this episode. Like mm-hmm. I love Angela at the end of this episode; it's great. But every single moment that Eric is on screen in this episode, I just right up to that kidnapping. Swoon right up until the kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> Right up until the Let's kid. go ahead and put it on record that Megan just gave the MVP to a kidnapper. To a kidnapper! <laughs> <laughs> to a grown man dressed as Santa who walks into an orphanage and says, I'd like to take this boy. Listen. And they let him. <laughs> Eric, just, Eric is kind of marching to the beat of his own drum and no one is stopping him at this orphanage. So, I'm just saying. Eric's the MVP. It's kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> that's kidnapping. Anyway, that's fine. I'm just being hard on it because there's no logistical way in which yeah, it could ever so make random. sense. Um, all right, my MVP is. Uh, I feel like I can't give it to Eric because I like this kidnapper. Because <laughs> you don't want to give it to a. I kidnapper. don't want to give it to a kidnapper. Um, I but I but I I do think it is Eric though. It is. Yeah. It yeah. It's is. about it's it's pureness, the pureness of holiday magic. I wept at this mm-hmm, episode, mm-hmm. and I know I will weep. The next time we see Tommy. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of Yeah, it's of nice that they moments. followed through on this and it didn't just end here. I do like that. You know? I really like that. we come like back that. and we have Tommy another time mm-hmm. or two here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that's that's Christmas, huh? That's Christmas. Go uh, hug your family and friends. Yeah. Drink a cup of cheer. 
some nog or a peppermint mocha. The new sugar cookie almond milk latte at Starbucks. What? That's the new holiday drink this year. It's a sugar cookie almond milk latte. You can get it hot or iced. I was like, what am I doing today? I'm going out to see my brother before I go dog sit. And I'm like, do I need one? on the Well, way? so I went. Do I need a little beverage a little for the drive? I went to go get my peppermint mocha yesterday. Mm-hmm. And they had like a big tray of iced uh, sugar cookie almond milk latte samples. It's actually really good. My it was really nice. Right. It was, I love sugar. It sugar was cookies like, are my favorite cookies. It was kind of amaretto-y. <gasps> Stop! Yeah, no, it was good. My was really my nice. inner twenty one year old white girl is like amaretto. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. I mean, it was very. I mean, it's iced. I don't know how it tastes hot, but it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a little sample cup, but it was nice. Well, was I need that. Yeah, give it a shot. I didn't even know I did until this yeah. moment. It's a fun. It's a fun new addition. Well. You Make your holiday treats, things. friends. Yeah. <laughs> get your holiday treats in. We specifically waited two weeks to put this one out here so that it was after yeah. Halloween. It wasn't because we it were busy. It was specific and it was planned and determined. Whoopsies. Prior to... Anyway. It's um, fine. Ooh. Thanks for listening, y'all. Check us out online. Um, we're on Instagram at the Feeny Call Podcast. We're at Feeny Call on Twitter and Facebook. Send us an email, Podcast at Gmail, and then leave us a voicemail. If you want to be on the show. That's true. If you have any holiday traditions that you would like to share, including watching the uh, this episode of Boy Meets World. That's true. I mean, I love to binge holiday episodes of mm-hmm. TV shows. Yes. I've got, I like, that's it's happens like once or twice during the month of like December where it's like one night where it's like, oh, I could watch like a movie, but instead I think I'm just going to mm-hmm. go and push myself through like a That's So Raven Christmas episode yes. and a Boy Meets World Christmas episode yes. and like... A Brooklyn Nine Nine Christmas mm-hmm. episode, and then like it's there's no rhyme or reason. Like yeah. we bounce all over the damn place. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and I'm you're just like... out here like hunt. And you know what? Thankfully, streaming services have wised up, and they put out like a whole row of like yep. holiday episodes. I of, love that of these love shows, that. and it just takes you right. You know, like because now I don't have to Google search it. I have no. To find out. No. I don't have to go looking for it. Don't want to scroll through all the seasons right. just trying to looking find for it. That one. Not worth it. Just do it for me. Yep. Mwah. Love That's it. Perfect. Yep. Thank you, streaming services. We appreciate you wising up and getting on board. Anywho, that's that. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. And as always, class dismissed.